Hello and welcome to episode 71 of GameSpot After Dark. On this week, we talk about Cyberpunk 2077 and Halo Infinite's delay slash release window. Hello and welcome to episode 71 of GameSpot After Dark. I just want to remind all of our listeners that this is not the Yakuza podcast. Just want to make oh. sure everyone's aware of that. Wow, that's bad. That's that bad. is bad. Here I am, ruining the fun. Uh, no, no parties while we're out. It, it, it was a fun episode to listen to. It's always nice listening to the podcast when I'm not on because it's... I don't know. It's fun. It's a surprise. Normally, I know what to expect <laughs> when I listen to these podcasts because I listen to them all back as I edit them. But it's cool to not know what's going to happen. And then it's all about Yakuza. And then I click out. And no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> why? But anyway. said it correctly the second time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I messed up the first time. I haven't <laughs> messed up the name of that game in a long time. But I did it right at the beginning. A lot of people are going to click out. They're done. Anyway, joining me this week is Lucy James. Hello. Callie Plaguey. Hello. And Tamor Hussein. Hi. Your hair's looking pretty good, Tamor. No one's going to be able to see it, though. Thank you. I was just trying to reach over to uh, get a hairband to tie it up, but I've actually tied the hairband onto the mic stand, so it's now inaccessible to me. Oh. Fuck. <laughs> All right. That happens. It's a real, it's a real <laughs> issue. Um, How are y'all doing? You know? What? You know? Yes. Yes. Yes, we are doing. We are going. It's about how I feel. My power's been out for the last 36 hours or so. It finally turned back on. So that's nice. Did they eventually say why they turned it off? Yeah, so they turned it off initially because it was super windy one night, which is fair. Santa Ana winds and Santa Ana winds in dry weather is usually bad because that can start fires. So they turned it off overnight, which is cool, but it wasn't windy all day yesterday it hasn't been windy today it wasn't windy last (laughs) night and it turns out they were like repairing lines like like i don't know like five or six blocks away from us but they just continued to blame it on the wind i think they didn't want to be at full i don't know it was very strange no one told us they didn't tell us when it would come back on they didn't tell us when they were turning it off it just shut off and came back on just in time for the podcast They just wanted you to stop playing cyberpunk. They were like, that guy's got cyberpunk, shut his power off. (laughs) Probably. I would have been, if I hadn't played cyberpunk beforehand, I would have been heartbroken. Dude, imagine. I would have just like, powers out, can't play cyberpunk. Been rough. But luckily, that wasn't the case. But it's still a little bit of FOMO. But anyway, this week, we're going to talk about what we've been playing, which last I looked at the dock is all cyberpunk. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. Callie and I have already talked a bit about Cyberpunk, but Lucy and Tamora, now that you guys have had a chance, you guys, well, actually, Tamora, you did do a preview, mm-hmm. um, but it was only a couple hours. Lucy, do you want to start? Like, what are your overall thoughts on the game so far? I know you're both they're probably pretty early, Act 1, I imagine. Yeah, I'm What I'm doing the, the mission that I assume is the end of Act 1, Um So my thoughts overall is that I have like six and a half, seven hours with the game. I think that's probably a bit inflated because I did capture gameplay for something that we put up, like a video we put up of the life paths. So I did like 
my main run is I'm playing Corpo. Uh, my other life path that I captured for was Nomad. So I've seen like two out of the three. Um, my initial thought is that like, first of all, the main thing that I wanted to talk about when it comes to like how it looks is that I'm playing on PC and I was very afraid that my PC would not be able to run it or look good. They have worked some real wizardry because I'm playing on a 1080 Ti and I can hit ultra. I obviously just don't have like ray tracing and DLSS Dang. and it looks incredible. Like I get some slowdown. Let's talk about bugs. Cause I've like the, the opening for me was super, super polished for like the first two hours of the game, super polished. Nothing was going wrong. Uh, and then I went outside and I tried to call my car and my car just kept like going nose down into the ground and falling through the world and coming out from the ceiling. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. And then as I've kind of been more in Night City, I've definitely noticed way more of the uh, uh, like pathfinding issues with the AI. I went and did that mission that was the very first demo that they ever showed um, where you go and you ha you go into the Maelstrom gang place and you you've got mm -hmm. the bot and you do all that. That didn't run so good well it ran fine it's just like the ai did not like there was some times where just like enemies were just stood still or in the ceiling and just like so i kind of you know blitzed through that place it was fine um <laughs> i had a bug at that area with jackie so i had finished it i had defeated the boss and i left the building like i was supposed to and then it was like, then talk to Jackie, but Jackie was inside. So I turned around, try to get inside. And there's an NPC who stands there. Who's like, no, 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 you can't go inside now. We're cleaning things up. So I like could not get to him to talk to him until I reloaded, <laughs> had to redo the area again. And then Jackie was like, you know what? I'm going to join you this time, V. I'm like, thanks. This time. God. <laughs> the sheer variety of bugs that I've been hearing about has blown me away because like I was, I did like a chat with um, Steve Saylor of Can I Play That? Um, today well wednesday if you're listening um and we were we were comparing notes briefly during that chat about different bugs and like liana rupert of um game informer was there and blessing um of kind of Fun kind of funny was there and they were like oh did you have the thing where this happened and i was like no i didn't have that but i had x y and z and they were like oh i didn't see those so like your mileage may vary but oh my goodness yeah. just a veritable grab bag my, the only my bug <laughs> Oh, the ahead. only bug that's been consistent for me, because I've started the game twice or actually three times now. And there's a point where you meet Jackie after you go to the Ripper dock mm -hmm. and Jackie is talking to Misty and he's just like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah <he> just, <laughs> I, I think everyone's had it. And I thought it was just, you know, a bug as I was playing through. Well, I, obviously, it's a bug, but I thought it was just a one time thing. But every single time I've seen that, he's just been, I don't know, did a lot of cocaine or something and just cannot <laughs> slow down. Um, my favorite bug um, was I was in my apartment for the first time and I, I know that I was wearing clothes because I literally just picked up all the clothes from the uh, like V's stash and I just put on it like some fresh threads and then I went into the bathroom and I hit look at reflection in the mirror and my V was completely naked. That happened to be. And I was like, oh. are you playing a are you playing a fail a male or female character? No, I uh, I'm playing female V. So oh, so, so VSV was showing. Yeah. <laughs> I 
So in the male V character that I made, I changed pants and my character's dong was clipping through the pants. So it was just like my one was, and I was my like, one was right. wild because like I'm playing a male V with a I picked the extra large dong and then when I did that the dong was spinning. Is what is <laughs> nah, I'm, I made that. I was say, like, <laughs> like, but I like how most of it, like you like were just like yeah that sounds about right. Yeah, <laughs> I would have believed it. Yeah. I, <laughs> I want to see the stats on who picks which size because they think there's three sizes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the um, small, medium, and large. Same, as same in for boobs. <laughs> as in, <laughs> yeah, the boobs, you only have two options, small or large. I think and you then can have like a middle ground, can't you? I, is there, yeah, 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 you when, can. Cause there is. Okay, oh. when I created it, I remembered only two, but there's um, also nipple options. There are. Nipples. Or no so, nipples. Or small, medium, no and nipples. large, as in life. <laughs> as in life. Yeah, just a little bit of flair for you. And then, of course, I you you can also like it's really limited. But like if you were to play uh, in the like, quote unquote, male body, you could pick the quote unquote female voice, which is like not exactly accurate, but it's an option so, nonetheless. So I tried to make myself in the game and oh. it, it wasn't that good. I'll show it to you guys <laughs> and you can react how close do you think this looks to me? Okay, so my immediate like vibe from that is you've you've made Daniel Faraday from Lost. <laughs> like I've got him on a mouse mat in front of me. I can uh It does look a lot like him, doesn't it? Just but like that's the best more. I could get. Yeah. That's the best yeah, I could get. It looks like you, it's like a male model some more. Mm. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's yeah. about right. Yeah, that's about right. That the, makes uh, sense. The skin tone options are like a little funky, like tone wise, like like across the spectrum. I was like trying to find a skin tone that matched mine. And I was like, oh, I think I'm I think I might be too pale. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like I granted I have bought makeup that had I my makeup color names are like vanilla ivory Chantilly. I'm ivory. I one time I was light ivory. Don't know how you get any lighter than ivory. Another time I was alabaster. So damn. So, uh, but yeah, it's um, it's an interesting character creator for sure. What do you think of that tattoos? I thought the tattoos were lame. Yeah, I didn't really go. Yeah, I didn't go I, for I, tattoos. I, the end. I went for scars. Ooh. I picked I picked the one with the dragon on your back because I was like, yakuza, yakuza time. I went for the piercings because I really want piercing more piercings in real life, yeah. but I'm like kind of chicken about it. So I got like an eyebrow one and a nose ring and like I got the I got piercings. the full ear with like the yeah. bar across it. Um, there's there's this one cybernetics option which is just under the eye, which whenever whenever it shows up when I picked it, I was like, it's just, just Adam Jensen. Like it looks exactly like Adam Jensen. <laughs> I'm like, God. Wow, didn't ask for this. Leaning into the, yeah. No. Tamar, what do you think so far? Yeah. How far are you? So I'm very early. I just did the one because my it took my internet literal days to download it because it sucks so hard. I like felt we just so got bad. Up. I felt oh, so yeah. bad sending you that message earlier. Yeah, because like I got it all downloaded. I played up until uh, the first mission where you rescue that lady and then go back to your apartment. And then I was getting ready to load it up today to carry on. And Lucy was like, there's a 50 gigabyte update out. And I was like, well, I'll play this next week. 
<laughs> and yeah. now it's, yeah. been, it's been downloading noticed... since then and it's at 13%. Oh, yeah, GOG's downloads are kind of slow. Like I should be getting like, like on Steam, if I download this, it would be like 200 megabytes a second, maybe 300. In GOG, I'm lucky if I can get like 20 or 30. Really? Yeah, Steam is like, mm-hmm. Steam, I mean, is, Steam, I don't know what they do. Yeah, Steam, Steam but like their, yeah. their, their, their download speeds are like ridiculous somehow. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I mean, my I imagine anyway. like those Valve just has a ton of servers. I imagine that's how it works. They just have servers for downloading and GOG just maybe doesn't have as many. Well, you guys have seen the Steam is down now, right? Because yeah. Cyber, uh, Cyberpunk unlocked and uh, Steam's downloads are currently broken. <laughs> Oh, I did not see yeah. that. Oh my gosh. It's like I I so for context is like we were playing on this review build within GOG and it's like you're in this private channel and then you have to get out of the channel and you go basically into like the public server, I guess. I'm not yeah. very I'm that tech minded, but um when I did that earlier today, I went to boot up Cyberpunk and it was like this game has been deactivated in your library. I was like huh? and then yeah, I went in and got that patch. And uh, it's, yeah, a lovely 59 gigabytes. But I don't know if that's just, like, it re-downloading the game to be a retail version or if it's some kind of patch or if it's a day one patch. I, I don't know what I've just downloaded. Yeah, I, I hope it's replacing the old files. It better be, like, 100 gigabytes now. No, it's not. That'll be very yeah, it's rough. Not. It's like 60. Okay. Apparently, Jean-Luc was saying on console it's, like, 100 gigabytes, but it was, like, I think 67 last I checked on PC, which... Yeah. Seems small considering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the hard drives in it easier to get that data. Funny to yeah. dump loads of versions of it in different places. Yeah. Callie, last we had a discussion about it, you hadn't quite finished the game yet. Uh, mm-hmm. What are your thoughts now that you've got your review written? I, I imagine a lot of people have read your review. Um, a lot of people in the Discord server uh, really enjoyed it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, well, do, do you want to? enlighten us maybe update us if someone only listens to the podcast and maybe want your final thoughts on the game yeah totally um i was able to get past the freezing bug that i was encountering the third time third time's the charm that's been my motto since the destiny days um that doesn't make sense to anybody here i played with john luke and ben and every time we failed we'd go third time's the charm <laughs> and it would be like the ninth time um but actually on the third time i was able to not freeze and i used a tip that jake had given me about like how to approach the fight um that made it go a lot quicker which i think helped me avoid that issue um so once i got past that there was like some more stuff um i i it was hard to write this and I, I wrote to the effect of this feeling, um, but I was trying to write around spoilers when I was writing my review and I'll talk around spoilers here. But um, the ending I felt that like that I got didn't quite reflect the character of V that I had been developing. So like I did a ton of side quests. I like met all these people. My voice is being weird one second. <laughs> and um, like I'd made all these friends and like I had gotten a different perspective on Night City and I didn't feel that like all of that was represented in the ending that I got in the character that a V that was presented to me in that ending. It's so hard to explain without specifics, but I hope that makes sense. Um, And I mean, it was also like thematically, I also didn't quite understand it. And I think Jake got the same ending as well. Um, I was just kind of like, wait, 
what what is being what is being conveyed here so it was a little funky um of course like i think i articulated this in my review and i would i hope it came across is that like i think the side quests and like the journey is more important than that destination in a lot of ways in this in this game um like there was so much i got out of the characters i met and like i gained an appreciation for the world um and I, I definitely gained an appreciation for all of that, like in the process of writing. So I would say, like, if you listen to that last episode, that, like, I think we spent plenty of time on the positives. Uh, but if you listen to that and you thought maybe I was like really down on it, like that's not the case. Um, it's just like there's a lot to work through. Um, and ultimately, like, I am going to be checking out the console versions and I'm actually really excited, excited to start new saves and see, like, I'm going to start like I played on Nomad or played a nomad so i'm gonna start one corpo on on xbox or whatever and then one um street kid and kind of see the differences there so i think that'll be really fun yeah um but yeah it uh i i guess overall i would say i felt i was kind of playing two different experiences a lot of the time from the way I felt the writing of the world in the background didn't match the quality of the writing of the side quests and the characters. I felt that the main story quality didn't match like the way I had role played throughout the game. Um, and overall, like those things that I liked did end up outweighing the things that I was unsatisfied with. Um, and I'm hoping like, a lot of the bugs can be patched out. That's another thing too, is I wanted to to mention once again that like bugs aren't weighted heavily. Um, I don't encourage my writers generally to worry too much about technical issues. Like technical issues can be patched out and there's often some in, in most games that you play and I have a lot of patience for them. It just was really worth a mention because like we said at the top of the show, like you don't even know what you're going to get half the time. I am hearing stuff that like, I didn't even see, but I had like guys T posing, which was admittedly very funny. I really did appreciate the T posing. Um, I haven't seen a levity. single one. I'm sad. Oh, I, I've seen I quite had, a few. Like the opening cutscene had a guy just T posing through it. Really? <laughs> yeah. I had, I had the one that I put as a screenshot. I put in my review of somebody literally T posing like at someone else in a corner, like trapping them in a corner, but just come by at chance. me, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like couldn't believe it. Um, but like, uh, there was also a bug that I for totally forgot to mention until Phil reminded me I would, try to non-lethally take enemies down and then upon let like setting them down on the ground something would happen and their their heads would explode like <laughs> not physically but like i would hear the like splat of like this, the, oh the death God. sound but i hadn't it was supposed to be non-lethal and so i would just have these like dead bodies and i was like i'm sorry i didn't want to kill you i had this i had this amazing bug where this guy was walking around outside naked but he's his willy was doing this amazing helicoptering thing that oh my uh, god okay, here we go again, <laughs> <This> again. <laughs> I, I will say to kelly's point though about how it feels like you're role-playing multiple Vs. It's something that I felt too. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I Overall, I really enjoyed the game, but that is definitely something I got. And especially when it came to the ending, I feel like the ending didn't quite line up with what I was not even hoping for or expecting, but just what kind of made sense for my character. Like there were some questionable decisions that I didn't really have control over, mm -hmm. which is interesting. And, and it seems like 
it, it seems like a reasonable, maybe not a reasonable mistake, but I can see where that mistake came from after playing The Witcher 3 because that is an RPG, right? But that story is crafted for Geralt and every option you choose is like something Geralt would do depending on the situation. So if you're trying to be a complete jerk as Geralt, it, it like it makes sense in the situation. And it's that way throughout all the side missions, all the main missions, at least I would say so. With this, it doesn't feel like it has that focus. And I think a lot of that comes from the fact that you are kind of told up front, like your V, this is your story. You can play how you want to play. You can look how you want to look, which is all great. And I really like that stuff that you have that player choice and customization. But yeah, I don't think it quite comes through the same way as like a a like Todd Howard game would, because those games are very much like, all right, we have a main story here, but it's it's not super guided. We're just going to kind of let you do what you want, come tackle things how you want, except for maybe Fallout 3 when you had a kid and all that, or Fallout 4 when you had a kid and whatnot. Um, so so that's definitely uh, an issue that I noticed as well through my playtime. But that being said, I only saw two of the, I think, four, maybe more endings. I think all of them have some variations, but I think there's four main endings. Uh, and I, I'm curious to see more of them because the first one I got, I didn't care much for it. The second one I got was really depressing, but I thought it was way more interesting. So I'm curious to see how those pan out. Obviously not going to spoil anything here because the game just came out, but um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm super excited to get back into it and keep playing now that my power's on too. I have a question. <laughs> I've got potentially an a spoiler. Maybe. Is the phrase winds howling ever used in that game? Is there, I is found there, it. I haven't oh, found it. Surely but I have seen some quests. I have seen some quests that are gigs that are named the same thing as Witcher quests. Witcher huh. 3 also, quests. Uh, there, are, there are Easter eggs of not just not just Witcher, but I, one of the... I, had, I, I found a lot of the ads to be like too edgy for me, but there's one that's um, for, I think, a either a show or a product. I'm not quite sure, but it's oh, called yeah. Milfgard. I knew that was the one I was going to pick. <laughs> so I, I found Milfgard to be very amusing. I um, think that's so funny I, every time I see it. Oh, one of my really favorite good. things is that that image that Jake, you sent me of that character doing the, uh, the pose. Oh, yeah, I don't know if it, Yeah, but it just looks like praising the sun, like yeah. constantly. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like, ooh. Yeah, so there's, there's cool stuff. I There's... Um, a major cameo that I totally missed. It's completely missable. Me too. Phil um, saw it, but Phil saw it, and I think Lucy, you saw it. I didn't see it, so I—that's the mission I'm just about to do. Mm, but they—they okay. they specifically brief you about a character that you can go and see who's optional. And in my head, I was like, "Oh, I bet that's X." Let's say yeah. I'm not gonna say the name. I was like, "I bet that's them." And then I saw the news article today and I was like, yeah. Yeah. See, I, 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 I saw that, but the problem I had was like his willy was out and it was like no! helicoptering like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I didn't, so I have no recollection of the briefing. So maybe I like didn't get that dialogue or I was just like focused on something else. You can basically um, like breeze through the conversation and just be like, yeah, okay, I'll go to that place. That's uh, fine. I um kind of, I'm, Role playing it quite like hard. I'm actually like listening to every dialogue option. Kind of, I'm not even. I'm terrible for skipping dialogue. I didn't skip either. And I'm not skipping at all. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Um, well, I accidentally skipped a lot because I'd hit B to crouch or to stand up and I'd get the little mm-hmm. fast forward thing and I'd be like, come on, please oh, don't you know, do this. Because there's different ways to skip in the options. There's like skip line by line or skip entire conversation. Yeah. Yes. But oh, this is a PSA. Is that the options? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is a PSA though. If you are in a conversation and you're trying to stealth, just wait until the conversation's over yeah, because you will accidentally skip dialogue. It by happened trying, to me so much. I, had, I had an amazing bug yesterday, actually. If you say um, helicopter, I'm going to mute you. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, went, I went back to my apartment and, you know, there's people just hanging around being like, there's like one lady who's like, oh, we just fixed this gate. We have to do it again. Um, mm-hmm. Like she's standing there and I was walking and then my character just like, almost like, dashed forward and when that happened collided with like a piece of like a box that was there and it put everyone in the apartment like into the mode where they thought they were being attacked so like everyone was running away from me and be like please don't kill me and i was like i i was just walking <laughs> i did nothing oh, man, good. i'm walking here I'm walking. um oh one one thing i did want to mention too is like i agree like just going back to the endings is I totally agree with Jake and that like I want to see more of them because I feel like like Jake described the one that he got to me and I still from the sound of it I still think that like there's that inconsistency with the character but I do think that maybe the one I got was like one of the less interesting ones um and there's like yeah I just wanted to mention that and then I have another PSA don't unlock the perk that (laughs) Auto dismantles. Yeah. Junk for you. I'm very I thought, early on. Yeah. I thought it would be handy. There's a sell all junk function, which is super handy. That's great. That's automatic in stores and stuff. And I was like, well, what if I just, you know, I want to try to get crafting parts or whatever. I didn't like, I totally did not need, I tried crafting. Like I was like, oh, what if I upgraded this? And I just didn't find it to be necessary at all. And um, I regretted that because I was finding like, quote unquote junk that was like three thousand euro dollars and i was like i could use every penny because i need titanium bones yeah (laughs) that happened to me too like i'd find i'd go to a high level area and everyone would have like two thousand dollar necklaces that would just automatically get broken down into parts and i was like i don't heartbreaking i don't want this i'm so glad it's nice to break down the dildos though um yeah very disappointing when when phil when i heard from phil's preview that, that there were sex toys everywhere i was expecting more variety did they you go are to the everywhere. sex toy shop there's a sex what? toy shop oh yeah there, there's a sex toy shop there's a mi- I, there, I think there's a main mission that if you like play it a certain way you'll have to go there to get a certain oh. item and <laughs> so it, it, yeah it's, it's not the item's not as dirty as you might think oh. but mm-hmm. there is like a fully rendered shop that you can well, go check out. I think I think there's still a lot of those same three dildos throughout the store, but there are some uh what's the word exclusive dildos there. <laughs> this is I was just like so disappointed because I kept finding one that like the giant one and then the studded one and mm-hmm. then once I found anal beads and then nothing else. <laughs> and I was like, you'd think there would be a little something for everybody in this world. Yeah. I did, like I mentioned in the the impressions video I did find that Wang sword, um, more of a baton actually yeah. than a sword. Um, more blunt damage than like a slicing sort of. Yes, 
It's like uh, I, I definitely was talking about this last week, but in Yakuza, um, you can have a giant vibrator as a sword, and it yep. inflicts um, like a electric, like a shock. Hitachi. Yeah, it's a Hitachi. Yeah. And you can inflict like paralyzed damage. <laughs> um, it's his cannon weapon, Ichiban's yeah. cannon weapon. Is the is the sex toy shop on Jig Jig Street? Yes. Because I, I went through a bunch of stores on Jig Jig Street because I was like. It's like the like only I, one you could go into. Oh. What? Then maybe yeah. I went. I, I was I was really about like something I did a ton in my playthrough was find like the text logs that are everywhere. So I would mm. go through buildings in the areas I was in to like collect text logs. And I think something that's smart is that because the game is so big, there's not like ones that are exclusive to an area. Some of them are related to the like they're in context. And so I don't think you would get those over and over again there were some that i got a lot because i was just being thorough about it but i did go through and get a lot of the text logs in the sex um places the cd uh, the sex places <laughs> the sex places um yeah anyway any any other closing remarks thoughts on cyberpunk i imagine we're going to be talking about this game a lot throughout the next couple weeks because i know you two are early but I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's like dystopian sci-fi is my shit. Like I love mm -hmm. Blade Runner a lot. I really loved Altered Carbon season one and the books. Like I know I need to expand further than that, but those are like the two immediate frame of references, and they both have very big um, influence. I think in cyberpunk, and so for me, it's like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm, I like this shit. This is my this is my shit in terms of like the the storyline and the writing like i really like the way it's going i like i met judy i love her judy here, judy here. um i oh, love there's the name of the podcast judy here. <laughs> on jig jig street <laughs> with a raccoon with a dildo <laughs> it's it's just very weird because like i am yeah like so early in i i haven't even met Johnny Silverhand and so I feel like I've I haven't even experienced I, I'm not really on the cusp of the I'm on the cusp of the actual game if that makes sense mm -hmm. I feel like yeah. right now I'm just doing a lot of uh laying the groundwork I will say that that fixer <laughs> stop ringing me what are you talking about <laughs> yeah. she just rings me all the time oh uh, yeah T-Bug Regina or Regina Regina I love T-Bug because T-Bug is just like so no nonsense. I'm just going to get in and get out. And then Regina is just like, hey. Regina Falange. Got another job for you. Got another job for you. Got another job for you. And it's like. It, I feel like it slows down later. It does okay, good. Slow down. She's very overbearing at the beginning. Although I would say like I, I wish I had had the time to take my time in that first section. Because um, like I would have liked to go into Act 2 with more money. Um, that's why so i like doing as much as i can like do do some of her jobs you don't need to like it's not like do it for 10 hours yeah. but i would recommend doing some of her jobs. like i'm doing a bunch the thing that i'm finding not difficult but like i haven't really looked into it properly yet is like the gauging on how tough a level um an enemy or an encounter is going to be because yeah it just seems to say in the quest log like oh it's a moderate threat or it's a high threat so That'll update as you level up. Right. So there will things that there will be quests that say like very high danger that like as you upgrade whatever skills, it'll downgrade gotcha. itself. Um, so 
it, it does take a little while to kind of figure out because there was one that I was like, I bet I can do this. And then I like marched my ass in there and I got killed immediately. And I was like, never mind. I, I did that too. <laughs> I, I was, Regina rang me and she was like, hey, there's a job right there. So I went in and it was um, <laughs> like a, a backstreet pachinko hall. <laughs> yeah. I was like, shut it down. And I, and I went in and I uh, wanted to practice hacking because I hadn't really had much time with the hacking mini game, which I actually really enjoy. Um, I, have, I have a lot of fun with the hacking mini I game. I like the hacking mini game a lot. Um, <laughs> me too, me too. It's um, And so I went in and I just went up to this pachinko machine. It was like, jack in. I was like, okay. And then a dude just shot me from behind. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that like I was doing a bad but there we are. There, there's one fixer in this game named Mr. Hands, and I don't understand why they wait, wait, went with that name. Wait, wait, wait. You know the story of that name, right? I do. I do. That's what why I'm the like, fuck? I don't why know why. Why have they gone for that name? What? What? What's the story then? What? Oh, you can Google it. Nah. Okay. Yeah. So. Mm, all right. You can explain it. Okay. Lucy, go for it. This was a guy who would have sex with horses, and one time a horse, uh, had sex with him no i like he died having sex with a horse basically and there was a documentary made about him um and he's he or the horse is called mr hands dude i don't know why i know that i don't know why i know that it was it was a thing in the uk like it like Uh it traveled around around like it was one of those you know Two girls, one cop kind yeah. of. Yeah, uh, I mean, I never lemon saw lemon party it, style things. But I've definitely no. read the Wikipedia page. <laughs> the only reason I know about it is because uh, I watched uh, Jeff Gertzman was talking about it on uh, on Giant Bomb. He was like, "I don't get why this guy's name is Mr. Hands," and then I googled it and I was like, "You know, I share this opinion. I don't know why either." <laughs> um, I, I, do, do you think? Do you think that there's someone in CD Projekt who's like, "No one's going to get this except us." And then they put it in and everyone's like, oh, we all get it, actually. Uh, his death rapidly promoted the passing, prompted the passing of a bill in Washington prohibiting both sex with animals and the videotaping of such an act. Under current Washington law, it's now a Class C felony, punishable by five years in prison. It or wasn't getting kicked and killed before. by it. And this was in 2005. No, oh it wasn't illegal before. God. No, apparently oh, not. So the I, I think it's one of those... Yeah, yeah, I think it's one of those things where an adult needs to go, you should know not to do this, but we're now going to specifically tell you not to do this. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do this. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, anyway. I don't even know what we were talking about before. Uh, if, so I'm if, so if, sorry, if, but that was us providing the context of why Mr. Hands is such a weird name for a fixer. In mm. Right. If, yes. Yeah. At, at first I was like, maybe it's just because he's handy, you know, like a handy fixer. <laughs> And then I, yeah. Well, anyway, with that, we should probably move on to the topics for this week. All right, we are back with the topic for this week. And the big one is that Halo Infinite got delayed, but also has kind of a release window now, because before it was kind of obtuse, I think, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It got yeah. delayed into Infinity. And now yeah. it's got an actual release date. No, it's fall 2021. Or release window. Mm-hmm. Release window, yeah. Fall 2021. Uh, but the big news from this is that Craig is getting a makeover. I'm yeah. sad. Craig and his 
Pour one the out amused. for face. Face. I so first of all, I love the fact that they are just fully embracing Craig as a meme and just like mm-hmm. but they also explained why his they also explained why his face looks the way that it did. It's just because like they just didn't have the animations live. They, would, they just had like the modeled characters, but they didn't do any of the facial stuff for them. So that's why he just looks like, I don't know, the embodiment of a Monday. Yeah. Says, <laughs> um, they said, uh, I can confirm that the facial animation on NPCs were not was not fully implemented in that build, which resulted in Craig's incredibly deadpan slash lifeless look. All characters are modeled in a neutral pose prior to blend shapes and animations being applied. So... Poor old Craig was never intended to be seen in that condition, which is not something that was evident during the gameplay. And I don't know about you, but I can relate to like never being intended to be seen and thinking you'll be fine. And then someone seeing you and being like, why do you look like that? So I think we're all a bit Craig. Oh, we yeah. all have our Craig days. Yeah. yeah. I had a one-on-one with Randy, my boss on Tuesday. And I like didn't have any makeup on. My hair was up because I was just like, tired from the review and i was just like i should not be seen right now the bags under my eyes no cameras now (laughs) yeah bye so i relate to craig immensely yeah everyone is craig (laughs) but no so what do you guys what do you guys make of this news i'm i'm glad that it's so far away me too but i'm also very surprised that it was supposed to be this year at all if they're pushing it that far back i feel like this has been this has been a situation where they've gone Okay, we clearly need to do a lot of work. Let's not let's not try and be like, oh yeah, we can get all that done in two months. No worries, no worries. This is like clearly an admittance that one, a lot needs to be done. Two, they are invested in doing it right. Um, mm-hmm. If it if if they were if it was more immediate as a release date, I would be worried, especially given what we know about it and the issues that we've heard are happening like with that game. The fact that it's so far away makes me think, yeah, they they they. For, they know what the the problems are, and they've got like people like Joseph Staten back, and you know he's been there for ages and has been part of some of the best Halo games. So I'm now the delay has made me more optimistic about Halo's future than than the original release date did. Totally, yeah, absolutely. Our friend of the show Paris has said on multiple occasions that if they mess up Halo Infinite, Halo can't really come back from this, mm-hmm. and I, I kind of agree with that because. Five was such a, I don't know, like I've never been so uncompelled to finish a Halo game. Is that a word? Uncompelled? I don't think so. Um, Ambivalent about? Yeah, that's probably a better word. But I I started to play it. I was very excited for that (laughs) game and just couldn't, I couldn't do it. I liked four well enough, but it just, it, it didn't, it didn't seem to do much super interesting. So I think five is five infinite really needs to hit otherwise i don't think they can rely on halo as much as they historically have as michael hyam would say it's got a hit different it does though it does right absolutely does i i have on many occasions expressed my dissatisfaction with the story of halo 5 um i'm definitely one of those people that's just like my my peak with halo was like one through three um Mm -hmm. I just had so much love for the series at that time. And it, it, like, it's not that I don't love Halo anymore. It's just that I haven't been as like um, compelled <laughs> to, to borrow Jake's word 
I haven't no, been as compelled. I said to... uncompelled. Yeah, there's I, a difference. To correct Jake's word, uh, I haven't been as compelled to um, play them the way that I used to. That said, the announcement of Halo Infinite did make me tear up. So, you know, I I'm I'm very hopeful. Like Tamor said, I'm very hopeful about like the direction here. I think like in the post they talked about how COVID just really threw a wrench in things, and I, I think that's you know. It would seem that way. I don't know a lot about the inner workings of game development, but I mean, like we had a lot of difficulties with, with call of duty, uh, black ops, cold war with the, the servers and that game had to launch on so many different platforms and there's been supply issues with consoles and there's like delays upon delays that have been announced. And so I, it's, it's good that, developers are pivoting um considering the circumstances because like yes we have all been able to work from home and we've all done our best work that is possible but like it like the longer we've been in the pandemic situation that we've been in the more it wears on you kind of like water at a stone um so i'm also happy for the you know it's not a pressure on the the employees to like work through all of this and rush something that's not ready mm. so i hope that this is enough time to to get it to where they want it to be yeah me too i'm like i've never really been that into halo but like i don't know always always willing to go to go i mean we tried to play reach a few weeks ago but netcode between uk and us is hey good now that you've got your pc back we could maybe do it on PC. Ooh, does Cardi have a PC? He's we're... getting a PC. Is he? Oh. Remember, he said yeah, he's getting he's one. Yeah, he's got a PC. So our, the bo- our boy, Simon Cardi. I, I just have good news for you, Lucy. That was aggressively British, that whole. It was very thank British. Thank you. Section. Um, <laughs> is he? Is he? Very British. You he? are doing just fine. Don't be worried about how assimilated you feel. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you should be worried. As a British person, I'm telling you. Your accent's gone. (laughs) (laughs) I just, uh, I hate that we don't have 1.8% milk here. It was, it changed my life when I went to the UK and I had 1.8% milk. It was the Mm -hmm. perfect percentage. Wait, what's one? Semi-skimmed. Oh, you don't have semi-skimmed. No. No. no, We only have one or two. Mm -hmm. We don't have 1.8. Yeah, semi-skimmed. Why not 1.5? Oh, you gotta get those extra few points. You, it's it's like it. the uh, that's that's what makes it still taste like milk. Yeah. Instead of water. <laughs> it's the king, okay. the Kingdom Hearts um, mm-hmm. way of measuring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I <laughs> am honestly yeah, yeah I'm still waiting for milk final remix. We've <laughs> <laughs> been waiting a long time for that. I don't think we're gonna yeah. get it anytime soon. But yeah. hey, you know, Cyberpunk came out this year, so maybe milk is next. <laughs> <laughs> Remake milk, you cowards. <laughs> we should probably move on yeah. <laughs> to we'll be back in a second alright we're back with listener questions if you've got any questions for us you can email us at afterdarkpodcast at gamespot.com or you can join our discord server by DMing myself and I will get you right in there I kind of stopped throwing that responsibility to you guys as well are it's you fine. still cool with that I'm, if I'm I... fine with it yeah I'm cool with it it takes like okay. one minute alright I, I, I always I always send it to them and always put the uh, the same phrase be nice 
be nice. After I send it to them. And I, every time everyone someone is. requests it, yeah, everyone is. And every time someone does request it, I will warn you, I do look at your Twitter profiles. And I'll go in there. And if I see any weird shit in there, you ain't getting nothing. Uh, that you put more work into it than i do oh yeah i do that because i've had a few people who are like um uh sent or send me messages and uh, asking for it and then i'll go into their twitter profiles and they're like being shitty to people and i'm like nah no chance what? you ain't getting nothing that's smart yeah. all right send all of your discord requests to tomorrow from now on mm-hmm. it'll be the <laughs> gatekeeper there yep anyway first question here is from i think it's from the Discord. I think he's trying to do Batman. It's Batman. With, yeah. yeah it's Batman. That's what I thought. But anyway, first question's from Batman. Callie, Please let me read, read this, this one. Oh. Okay, Tamor. Tamor, read this one. Batman says, Are there any video games you remember fondly that transport you to a simpler, more enjoyable time? I'm going to do that. Keep going. Are there yeah. any video... Keep going. <laughs> no, no. I remember playing OG Spyro with my brothers on vacation. But we didn't have a memory card, so we had to keep the PS1 running in our hotel room for four days straight to beat it. Good times. Where's the trigger? (laughs) Where is the PS1 memory card? Now there's two. Uh, So that question, in case you don't understand Batman, is uh, are there any video games that you remember fondly that transport you to uh, a simpler time, more enjoyable time? I have a very... So I have a very strange flashbulb memory of um, a time when I was playing Okami and I was listening to the Beck album Mutations and I heard... Have you changed much? I know. Uh, and then I... But it, like, at this this stage, was last week. <laughs> uh, and then I saw my friend Daniel texted me to say that um, Beck was going on tour the following year. So I can place this conversation at some point in 2007 because I went to see him in 2008. But like, that was a nice time because I was having a nice time. And I just remember like being in my bedroom and just like, I associate that place with so many nice memories because I had like my, I had a bean bag, had my games. I spent a lot of my time in there. So it's, I had a bean bag too. So many bean, bean bags. Bag. My, mine's a little different in that um, I had to sleep on it because one day, <laughs> did I ever tell you the story? <laughs> no. One day I came home and I saw that my mum, I uh, went in my room and my bed wasn't there and my mum had sold it. <laughs> and she oh. <laughs> had given me a bean bag the size of a uh, single bed. And she was like, it's only going to be for a couple of weeks because I'm getting you a new bed. And I had to sleep on that thing for six months. Oh my God. <laughs> Okay, we are the same person because um, at one, like when I was like 15, my mom gave my bed to her friend, my bed frame, and I slept on an air mattress for several months yeah. while we waited for a new bed frame to arrive. That's spooky because I, I never, never heard of anyone having a similar experience. I've, neither have I. I don't, I don't talk about it. I had no idea. The only reason I ever talk about it is because it comes up once a year in my Facebook memories. I literally posted about the fact that my mom sold my bed. So I have that little bit of information. Yeah, I have a journal entry about how tired I was of sleeping on a space-themed air mattress. <laughs> what the fuck? Some more. Any memories come to mind? Any beanbag memories? Uh, yeah, preferably beanbag memories. No beanbag memories. memories. Did I have a beanbag? Yeah, I had a beanbag. Uh, yeah, I had. A, I mean, like, I I still have my bed, but I I did fall asleep a lot in that beanbag. 
because I used to play games mm -hmm. until I was too tired to get up. Um, games including Mass that Effect. Solid. No, that first Mass Effect was was like, I played that game, I think I mentioned it before, played that game for like two hours and hated it, and then went away and got depressed, and then came back, and it was way better. So I was like, yeah, I'm into this. So the trick to really enjoying Mass Effect is uh, destabilize your mental state and then come back <laughs> to it. Maybe you should try that with Andromeda. I wonder if that would yeah, work. No, 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 no. The problem is with Andromeda, while you play it, it makes you depressed. So that's <laughs> that's, that's a tricky one. Um, but yeah, that's that was one. Like a lot of time playing Crash Bandicoot mm -hmm. um, and Crash Team Racing. Like those are those are big ones for me and uh, Jackie Chan's Stunt Master on the PlayStation 1 was another game that I was super into um, and still am it's fantastic I got that PlayStation Classic and deleted it and put the Jackie Chan Stunt Master ROM on there and that's all it has on it now <laughs> really oh my god uh, yeah pretty much <laughs> well I think I left Metal Gear on there as well I was gonna like, say you must have left yeah Metal Gear. yeah I left Metal Gear on there um yeah that and um many many hours of playing Final Fantasy games yeah um yeah so a friend of mine came over one time like for the weekend and we went to blockbuster video you know that place to rent <laughs> a game and we decided to rent tales of symphonia and we ended up playing it non-stop and then like every weekend for like probably the next three or four months he'd come over and we'd just keep chipping away at that game we didn't realize it was like a 150 hour game i don't think we ever mm. finished it together but we had put a ton of time in that game and we were like waiting for the weekends only to play it so it was just how like, old were you i was pretty young i think i was like in fifth or sixth grade maybe so so you've been a weeb since the fifth grade cool uh, yeah there <laughs> <we> go. um <laughs> <Got I> think, <laughs> <laughs> mine is probably like there was one particular summer where my so the ps2 was in my parents bedroom because my dad played a lot of call of duty <laughs> And still does. I thought you were going to say because they use it as a DVD player. DVD player, nah. No, it was so my dad could play Medal of Honor in Call of Duty. Your dad's um, so cool. I love your dad. <laughs> and we also had DDR and we had a DDR mat. Mm -hmm. um, and so there was like one particular summer where I was like in there doing DDR every day. And I had a, I, I had a lot of injuries. Um, I God, what what years were, were the PS2? Was the PS2 2000. around? 2000 yeah, to 2006 ish yeah. okay so yeah. okay i was like trying to remember if this was a fabricated memory or not but the timing actually lines up so i had a lot of um injuries and i wasn't able to i, I, would, I was in casts a lot um when i was like an adolescent and so uh because i couldn't play with the ddr mat i would play ddr with the controller oh <laughs> just because i liked rhythm games um and then i also that same setup played like a bunch of lego star wars with my cousin and then uh recently i was a bridesmaid in his wedding Aww. so i like mentioned that to him i was like man remember when like at the wedding i was like dude do you remember like like crushing lego star wars together at my parents house Aww. hell yeah man next question here uh is from the one who hasn't proposed yet callie do you want to read this read one this? Oh. I love this name. I love this name so much. Um, Propose. The one, the one who hasn't proposed yet explained that uh, their girlfriend had a Discord, made a Discord account, and it was the one who's not engaged, I think. <laughs> uh, so changed that one to match. Anyway, 
Um, do you think cyberpunk will make a similar headline for mainstream news outlets the same way Mass Effect did with how graphic the sex scenes can get? Or do you think that time in general and advancements in video games make these scenes pretty tame compared to other media or even other games? I kind of think we're past that now. I do too. Yeah. Pop. There's. Yeah. What is Greg, that Greg noise? That too as well. It's sorry. It's my house. Um, <laughs> there. It's something in the house. It's the, act, the actual house is making that noise. <laughs> it's talking to us. Um, there is one particular side quest that I think if the mainstream media heard about it, mm-hmm. they would be very upset. I think, yeah. It, Jake knows what I, which one I'm talking about. I won't spoil it because I think it is very surprising and interesting, even if maybe mm. it's not, it doesn't have a lot to say. But there, there's a group of people that have famously gotten mad about this kind of stuff that will probably get mad about this, maybe, if it gets out. I, I mean, it'll get, I, I don't know. It, it's hard to judge. But when I saw it, the first thing I thought was like, oh, man, the Christians aren't going to like this. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. Like, to give a hint, it's, it involves someone's genitals moving in a very specific way. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, Got him. I love the idea of Christians being upset at helicopter dongs. <laughs> um, other than that, like, there's you. I mean, I didn't really do a lot of like the sex worker stuff because, like, like it 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 made me uncomfortable, like as a personal thing, more so than like I don't care that it's in the game, but I just didn't really want to do it. But I did sleep with um, a couple people, and. The sex scenes are just so awkward. Like, they're just awkward. They're not going to be, like, um, something. I, I don't think it's going to cause any, any uproar. Yeah. Um, I think times Mass have Effect changed. as well. Like, yeah, times are different. And also it's like, they spun that to be like, you can have sex with aliens in this game. Yeah. That's so messed up. And it was just, like, not. <laughs> it was, like, super tame. And and also that was ridiculous. what, like, 2008? 2007, yeah, or 8 or something. Uh. I don't think it will because, um, not to be reductive, but I think there's too much else going on yeah. in the world. That's another big one. That, like, another... This is the new cycle this year has just been, I, do, I just don't think they have the energy to argue with video games at this point. Yeah, I would hope not. I think... Yeah, I mean, the only other thing I could see, rather than the actual sex scenes themselves, I think the game is pretty pro-sex work overall, like, which I think is a good thing, like, very, like, in in certain respects, very, like, about agency in that regard, and, like, people who want to do that work and, like, want to have control over their careers in that way, Um, which, like, probably will make people mad, but, uh, yeah. Um, I mean, there's the thing is, it's a it's a cyberpunk is an is a, a genre that is designed to be uncomfortable um, and designed to make you uncomfortable. So there's going to be plenty of that stuff throughout the game anyway. Um, it would be weird to see people picking and choosing, except for the the one we mentioned, which would yeah. be very and entertaining. I guess I should clarify too, like. I went to church a lot when I was younger. I haven't been in a I very ra- long time. I was time. raised Catholic. So, yeah, I went to mm-hmm. Catholic school and stuff. So, like, it's possible that, like, 
just generally things have changed and maybe it won't. But I imagine if that came out when I was younger, it would have been a huge scandal. <laughs> It's it's a uh, it's wild. I'm it goes places. I might ask you places. for the name of it so I can look out for it. I guess we could probably say the name. The name is Sinner Man is what kicks it off. Okay. I think the actual quest is something different. Yeah, but, but when you get the quest called Sinner Man okay. and just follow that, it'll eventually lead. It, it's super interesting. I think it was one of my favorite quests. Um, I would love to when it, when you do it hear what you did. Yeah, okay. yeah, I would too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway last question here i think this is mostly for uh Timor and lucy here but it's from maria and it also was from discord are any of you dragon age fans what are your hopes for dragon age 4 also what do you think of the sudden departures of casey hudson and mark dara uh so yeah tam and i dragon age fans um what are my hopes my hopes for dragon age 4 um get rid of cullen which i think the voice actor is done all by himself pretty much um i really think that the best bit of dragon age inquisition was the trespasser dlc the revelations that came with that it left us all on a huge cliffhanger it kind of makes you re-examine your relationship with a particular character throughout that whole game i think it was really really smart and also just left like i've been waiting for a sequel for that for years so i just hope that like it doesn't Shit the bed when it comes to that storyline, pretty much. Um, Shit the beanbag. <laughs> <laughs> Shit the beanbag when it comes to that story. Um, I mean, oh, that's pretty much all I can hope for right now. I, I hope they make a lot of, and I imagine they would because it's been some time, but like when Inquisition first came out, it was like the first... Uh, third person game they'd made in the frostbite engine certainly bioware had made in the frostbite engine and it was interesting mm. um like people just looked quite greasy uh the whole time <laughs> there was there was a weird thing oh, about yeah. movement like they put the action button on jump and the hinterlands it was like weird pacing stuff with the hinterlands despite that being a relatively small part of the story like it was this massive area that people would just spend it's like 20 hours, hours or something in, like that. just picking up yeah. shit and jumping at the same time um i don't know what i what i really hope for in dragon age 4 is a new set of like a good mix of old fan favorites and new characters, but like memorable new characters, because that's what I feel is one of Andromeda's biggest failings is that it didn't have a crew member who was like, it had celebrities in it. Like it had Thingy from Game of Thrones and it had, uh, wasn't Kumail oh, yeah. in it? Kamal Nanjiani. Oh, yeah, he was. was, was well. your... Kamal Nanjiani was in it. He, was, he played the Celerian, I think oh, he was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he did. And yeah. it's like, I can't remember his name. But. Yeah, that's the thing. I can't remember a single crew member from Andromeda. Um, PB. That's the only one I remember because the name was yeah. Weird. Oh, yeah. PB. Peanut PB. Um, but yeah, so I'll, PB I'll, Herman. Very good. I'll let Tam speak to his hopes before we talk about Casey. And- uh, yeah, I think Lucy pretty much covered it. I want uh, Leeds Cat Harding to return and I want to bang her. <laughs> that's a romanceable character. Mm-hmm. In Dragon Age uh, Inquisition, you could not. And she was clearly the most and the best 
um, romance option in that game. Well, you could flirt with never, her. You could. You could flirt with her. That's the reason. Like mm. forbidden love. You could flirt with her, and I was like, when you couldn't, when she just bounced, I was like, what? What's going on? And yeah, she went off. She went to lead scouting, and uh, I hope that we're reunited in the next Dragon Age. <laughs> but in terms of Casey Hudson and Mark Dara, Mark Dara, Mark Dara. I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, I think it's Dara. I think it's Dara. Um, I Dara. Dara. <laughs> you know what? Whatever will be, will be. Um, I think it's definitely. Okay, Dara, Dara. I think it's definitely a bit weird the way that they both just announced it on the same day. Casey can see that, like, hey, I've decided, you know, he spent over 20 years working, you know, for Bioware as well as working at Xbox. Mark Dara's been on, you know, Dragon Age for like almost twenty years at this point, surely. And so, can you can you blame people for wanting to leave game development? No. no. But also, it does the other people at Bioware a huge disservice to say that they are Dragon yeah. Age, they are Mass Effect, when teams of hundreds of people have come together to make those games. When did the doctors leave? The doctors left years ago. Yeah. Like, wasn't yeah, but it was between... it before? Was it pre Mass Effect three? Pre, I think so. I want to say it was between yeah. two and three, but I'm not sure. You're right. Um, yeah. So yeah, so like they have the capacity to put out good games still, even without these big figures. And like the, I think I can't remember who mentioned. I think it was Phil Spencer was saying like this kind of stuff trickles down to us way after it actually happens. Yeah. Um. So like this could have happened months ago for all we know and usually in that scenario people like casey people like mark will like put in plans um to ensure that the project is either being taken on by someone else who understands the vision or will leave at a time when the vision is set and it's just like stay the course Um, i mean the game has been in development for a long time now right i imagine Mm. I i mean best case scenario right that they've done a lot of their work that needs to be done in establishing that vision and figuring out where the story goes and whatnot. So maybe they're at a point where they can step away without it really affecting too much of the overall game. Well, that's the thing. And I mean, for context, uh, we're filming this before the game awards. So we know that there's going to be some substantial dragon age, like drop that there's going to be there, but like this will have been agreed months ago. You can't just like, if you're at that level, you can't just hand in your notice one day and be like, okay, I'm going to do a two weeks, bye. Like they have replacements for a GM of Bioware. They have um, a new, but like head within EA of Bioware. Um, I forget her name, but she used to be SVP. She's SVP of Maxis and Bioware. And now she's just Bioware. And uh, she used to be a Warner Brothers where she was, I think, SVP of Warner Brothers games. So like- Samantha- Ryan, yes, so at the right. Yeah, I think um, it was. And so it's it's like, and actually the guy they've got to replace um, Mark Dara is Mark Dara. What a great name! Like he's he's been a Bioware for a long time, working on Dragon Age. So it's not like they're being left high and dry. It's, Mark Dara's last hurrah. Do you reckon that's what he calls his leaving party? His leaving yeah, Zoom. That's what I, I hope would so. call it. At Mark Dara, if you aren't calling your leaving party the last hurrah. Wait, the in the there. UK, you guys call it a leaving party? Yeah, leaving, leaving do. do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what do you guys say? Going away party. <laughs> I'm trying to think which one. Which sounds like a little baby way of saying <laughs> it. Now, <laughs> <laughs> in Europe, they call it a contract extermination ceremony. 
<laughs> so I don't think I made that up. <laughs> anyway, that's been episode 71 of GameSpot After Dark. Thank you all so much for listening, and thank you three for joining me this week. If you have any questions, remember you can email us at afterdarkpodcast at gamespot.com. And should I plug the extra life or should I cut that? Oh, I, was... I know what I want to plug. Jacob McCourt Yay! did an excellent extra life stream this weekend. I think Aww. he raised like 570 bucks or something like that. Yeah. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. I was working on cyberpunk stuff, so I didn't get to see a lot of it. But what I did see was really good. He uh, had a whole game show set up that was a ton of fun. They were playing Overcooked. Mm-hmm. So, uh just give give jacob mccord a virtual pat on the back because he did an Mm. excellent job uh for carrying the torch for us for that um that's the i think we i think next year we have to bring him in again like make him official yeah i I Um, think he i think he raised more than than we did tomorrow when we streamed that one time i'm not surprised at all (laughs) we were playing demon souls and being uh, we we had no plan either we had absolutely (laughs) no plan we're just let's play demon souls and he planned it out like to the hour it was 12 hours straight too it was super impressive oh my god let's let's just hire him yeah let's just hire him as our extra life planner next him and john luke (laughs) take care of it that would be the ultimate extra life uh but anyway with that Callie, what have you been working on and where can people find you? Um, well, I've uh, obviously been working on Cyberpunk. Um, my next part of that is checking out the console versions like I mentioned earlier. Um, that I that's I kind of have um, tunnel vision right now because of that review. So uh, that's I'm rambling at this point. You can find me on Twitter at InkyDojiko, I-N-K-Y Day. Day. I N K D O J I K K O. You you guys know where I'm at by this point. So yeah. Lucy, how about you? Uh what have I been doing? I've been helping out with Cyberpunk. Um if you enjoy any of the title or decks of our videos. <laughs> that was all me, baby. Uh um, Hey, Angie pretty much did that script for the uh guide or the 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 tips without having played it at that point either i just, I like, just took your gave you a mess of notes and was like here uh, a ghostwriter of tips guides uh i should say that i did make sure that uh people who had played the game checked those notes before uh we scripted that um so other than that i'm just going to be doing what gen next this week we are going to be doing a recap of the game awards uh Again, we're doing this before the Game Awards, so I hope there's a next-gen, like, I don't know, there's Xbox Series X and PS5 games announced and talked about. Otherwise, Gen Next this week is going to be tricky, but I'm sure it's fine. Um, And I'm on Twitter at Lucy James Games. Tomorrow. Uh, he's thinking of something he's trying to fit a helicopter joke in here no I genuinely I don't know what I do here Um, just watch your next um, people oh best of is happening best of is happening very soon so as 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 with every year um, game of the year is a thing that everyone does we don't we try not to do it as game of the year. We do it as best of because it means that we can take a bunch of games and highlight them as collectively these are the best games of the year. Um, so you'll see that over the next few weeks we will start rolling out categories um, about you know best 
PlayStation game best, mobile game best, Xbox game best, Nintendo game best. We've already done Switch, I think. Yep, we've Mm -hmm. done Switch, um, PC, that kind of stuff. And then we'll start putting up our nominees. We're going to pop up. By now, our nominees list should be up, as well as a couple of entries on that nominees list. So people who are passionate about them will have written something um, about why that game is a nominee. And basically, if you're a best of nominee, that means you are one of the 10 best games of the year. And then at the end of this, we're going to crown one game as our chosen best game of the entire year um and together all those 10 games will be like these are the games that defined 2020 the hell year um Mm -hmm. uh from a video game perspective and these are the games that you know kind of if you haven't played it it's worth checking out because we love them so um keep an eye on that that's going to carry that's going to happen until the end of the year um so it'll carry us um in terms of new content in a big way uh, for the rest of 2020 um yeah so look forward to that everyone's getting involved um we have like Kurt, who's traditionally a video editor and scripter, is writing things. You know, we've got David is going to be Amadi, who's like a gameplay um, editor. He's going to be, you know, talking about games. This is like a the entire team gets behind it, and so you'll see faces that you're not ordinarily used to seeing and hear voices that you're not ordinarily used to hearing talking about games. Except me, because I'll be focused on cyberpunk. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Is I don't think I have a single assignment because I was involved <laughs> in the I was involved in the selection process. But uh, yeah, I. You guys know how I feel about games. It's fine. Yeah, they're all out. They're all out there. Um, but yeah, I was just gonna talk about best of the year, but you already did that. So with that, you can find me on Twitter at Jacob Deck, and we will see y'all next week. Bye. Goodbye.